Welcome to your weekly sober analysis of past and present leadership failures and successes, all taken direct from the headlines and all in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Hassan Sorrells, and welcome to Leader Buzz. If he didn't exist in the real world, we would have to make him up. Born in Pretoria, Transvaal, South Africa, son of immigrants to Canada and educated in America primarily, and on his third roughly home run, uh, when most people in a lifetime are fortunate enough to work their way through to only one. He walked into the Twitter, or now called X headquarters, after he acquired it in a stock takeover for a few billion dollars with a kitchen sink. He stared directly into the progressive activist eyes of all the young Zoomers and younger millennial employees working at the Twitter headquarters, took their measure, and found them all wanting. And then he made them blink. There is a lesson here for leaders, though it is hidden under all the heat that his Twitter acquisition generated in the public discourse. Take the project seriously, but not your competition, not the competitive landscape, or even the very public naysayers. Around all this, he runs a battery company. He runs an electric car company. He ran a solar panel company, and he builds rockets and satellites and those rockets are reusable ones, and he intends to use them to get all of humanity to occupy Mars. His name, as you probably have already suspected, is Elon Musk. Modeled after, or maybe not modeled after, but modeled in the likeness of Tony Stark of Iron Man fame in the Marvel comics, or maybe Tony Stark was modeled after him, Elon Musk is a unique product of the American capitalist system. But even more so, he is the almost polar opposite of a guy like Volodymyr Zelensky of the Ukraine as a Gen X leader. As a matter of fact, I would argue that Elon Musk is the Michael Jordan of Generation X leadership. He's the top of the leadership mountain, whether you think he's overblown and untalented and foolish, or way out of his depth and hopelessly naive. Elon's approach to leading is the approach you've got to overcome in the modern business world today. Jeff Bezos, born in 1964, as part of the tail end of the boomers, is a generation older, and of course, so was Steve Jobs and Bill Gates in the technological field. A generation younger, part of the older millennials now clamping and chomping at the bit to run things, is Mark Zuckerberg, as well as whoever the hell is still running Snapchat over there. By the way... Uh, there's a lesson here for leaders. Take on projects, take on legacies, take on standards that are so large and imposing that they will outlast even your presence on this earth. Elon's mere presence defies definition because he does pretty much whatever the hell he wants, whenever the hell he wants, to whomever the hell he wants. Yeah, the SEC can slap him around, and yeah, they can give him fines for tweets, but he really doesn't care. That sort of bold and brash approach to other people as leadership only really works if you make things that work in the real world where we all, all of us average people, still insist on living. 
And while you may not like his cars, and you may think that his rockets are duh, obvious, they do work pretty much consistently and reliably. And that's really the point. The stuff he builds, or at least the stuff his engineers build, works. There's a lesson here for leaders as well, by the way. If you're going to lead, make sure you're absolutely 100% competent. Whether that means solving problems, telling jokes, making money, or building rockets, financial systems, cars, artificial intelligence programs, underground tunnels, or electric vehicle batteries. And that's something that we can see in Tesla. That's something that we can see in SpaceX. And that's something that we can see in the business activity of Elon Musk. Now, has he hit the competency target every single time? Uh, no. The solar panel company, Solar City, didn't quite work. And Starlink does have its problems. But Solar City, he outsourced to his cousin. However, PayPal worked particularly well when he ran into Peter Thiel and Reed Hoffman, and Thiel had a bunch of fires in the background that he couldn't put out. But Elon could. Speaking of Tesla, that's a car company whose basic car design hasn't changed in the last almost 15 years. And the final lesson for leaders from Musk's 15 years at Tesla is probably the clearest. Incremental change on a really hard project over a really long period of time without quitting in the face of resistance, bureaucratic disinterest, scale problems, or the inevitable entropy of other human beings is the way and systems is the way to become competent at building something you know absolutely nothing about. Well, that and committing to sleeping on the floor of a giga factory in Los Angeles in order to work 100 plus hours a week. Look, let me be very clear here. I don't know anything personally about the man. I'm just observing him from the outside. And I would even dare to say that a man who has, I think at last count, 10 children by three different women probably isn't a person that you want to follow for moral or even perhaps even ethical leadership. But practical, competent leadership in building real things in the real world with real people against real resistance and being able to leverage other people's money, even taxpayers' money from the government to be able to get to much larger outcomes than the government or those taxpayers could get to by themselves and having the courage to take big swings and even bigger risks for bigger losses and make big bets on really big world-changing ideas, well, you couldn't have a better example in the postmodern business American era than Elon Musk. And well, that's it for me.